0: Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and a video to you, how to make money while traveling the world. And on today's episode, we have a very special guest, and she's actually a friend of mine from Vancouver, BC, Canada. Uh, She has her own art studio in North Vancouver, uh, which is the northern side of Vancouver, and uh, she actually (laughs) holds the annual conference called uh, Art World Expo at Science World, which is a big science museum in Vancouver. And uh, she actually has a, a annual uh, tour to Europe. She's been doing it for her third year this year. And uh, I was actually a sponsor last year. Uh, so we're going to be finding out about um, um, her, her business, her art, her annual conference, and also about how she has the logistics of uh, a, a trip to Europe. Uh, Not just for herself, it's hard enough to do it for yourself, but actually bringing people along. And, uh, you know, for people listening and watching, I think that will be a a great skill to learn. And it's a great way to actually make money uh, by organizing a group. And then either uh, you get to go for free because you're organizing it or you get to go for free. Plus, you actually get a profit from organizing a group tour. Uh, So, uh, Monica, uh, why don't you start off with telling uh, the listeners and the viewers a little bit more about yourself?
1: Sure. Yeah. Hi, Ricky. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Monica Blihar and I'm a, an artist and entrepreneur, creative entrepreneur in Vancouver here. Um, originally, I am from Poland. So uh, we immigrated to Canada when I was um, quite young, uh, just a little baby. And um, ever since coming to Canada and growing up here, I've always had this like hunger for um, not only art and music and fashion and people, community, but also travel. Um, I've been traveling um, pretty much every single year since I was 12 consistently every, every year to Europe. Um, And I love going, I love going away. I love challenging myself to see new things, explore new, new people, you know, people, new cultures. Um, And through art, I think that's been sort of my main medium um, in being able to do that. Not only through just exploring um, by creating things, but also creating, Um, opportunities for other people to see um, how community and culture can engage uh, globally, um, I guess, our ideas and civilizations and thoughts and progress in humanity.
0: Absolutely, and art uh, connects us all, I mean, uh, um, you know, even though we might not speak the same language, um, you know, not come from the same culture, but we can appreciate art. Uh, You know, things like obviously the uh, famous paintings like the Mona Lisa, but also uh, art in different forms such as sculptures and uh, monuments, they're all art. And um, you know, you're obviously quite passionate about the subject. So tell us about your studio uh, in terms of uh, what you do at the studio, your classes, workshops, seminars, etc. And um, yeah, tell us a little bit more about the studio itself.
1: Sure, yes. We've been running the studio for our, this is our fifth year there at that location in North Vancouver. Um, And we have everything from uh, painting classes for beginners for adults. We also do painting parties, paint nights. So those are pretty popular, I think, all around the world. Uh, We have uh, kids programs. So we do summer, spring and winter break art programs for kids ages five and up. Um, And then we also have um, local artists that we represent in the boutique gallery area. So we switch around different artisans um, who live and work in British Columbia um, and feature their work and sell their work for sale as well. And then on the the side, um, after when we're not using this space for all of those things, um, we're also um, hosting events for other people, doing smaller workshops for other people. um, And I myself am an artist as well. So I'm utilizing that space as well to create.
0: Yeah, I actually had a chance to visit uh, the studio with a group of bloggers, and we had a phenomenal time, a really inspirational space. I was looking at some of the uh, the youth art and the teenage art. You know, instead of them uh, uh, doing drugs or uh, drinking, smoking, they're actually uh, learning about the creative potential. So love what you're doing there, Monica. Uh, so Monica, tell us about um, this annual event called Art World Expo. Uh, again, I had a chance to visit that, and it's a phenomenal event. You bring in artists from uh, pretty much what's one of the biggest art, art events uh, in the city uh, of Vancouver, BC, Canada. So tell us more about uh, the origin and what uh, that event's all about.
1: The Art World Expo, you mean, Ricky? Sorry, you were cutting out.
0: Yes, exactly, exactly. Uh, art World Expo, yes.
1: Yeah, so the, the Art World Expo, I started um, eight year. This will be the eighth year that we run it every single May in Vancouver. And I have about 100 artists participate every year. And it really came about because um, I was just finishing university and I started working and um, my background is in education. So I've been teaching um, English and French mostly. Um, And I wanted something more. Um, I wanted to do something for the community, get people involved. And what I did was... I had met a couple of other artists who wanted to do something for the Haitian earthquake when that happened that big earthquake in Haiti and uh, I thought well we just did a smaller event at the Vancouver Aquarium with about 25 artists so I said well let's try it and see what happens and um, we ended up getting enough artists to make it work Um, and we raised a couple thousand dollars for a charity called Safe Water Nexus which was helping with rebuilding uh, and bringing some kids some orphaned kids back um, into their into care. So that was really successful. And that was really the first um, event uh, that uh, I thought, well, let's turn this into something more and do it every year. Um, And there's always something behind it, whether it's, um, you know, supporting local artists, it's whether it's raising money for the art programs, whether it's raising money for the studio, or, um, you know, helping support artists that are in need. um, There's always some kind of initiative behind it more than just an artist showcase and a sale. Um, We're really trying to create like community with that event, um, good connections. You've been to that event before. And um, as a result, I think like are stronger. So um, do with that event on top of giving artists the platform to show, sell and connect with people um, in the community and abroad.
0: What a phenomenal event, you know, I was really blown away. I had no idea what to expect. I'm not uh, artistic type myself. My wife is more uh, arti- um, an artist, if you want to call it that. Uh, I definitely need to work on my creativity. So I might have to join you <laughs> at one of your adult painting classes if I end, yeah. up, ever coming, if I end up ever coming back to Vancouver. Yeah, so, Monica, <laughs>
1: tell,
0: uh, yeah, t- tell us about the, the European tours that you run. Uh, tell us about what made you start the first tour a couple of years ago.
1: Sure. Yeah. Well, actually, um, when I was teaching, so I I, uh, I, started off with teaching in 2007. And in 2009, I was at a school where um, one of the first uh, was my first job professionally, um, after university, they had sent me to Europe. And I took um, 22 students, I think it was to Eastern Europe, four different countries in 11 days. And um one of those happened to be Poland, which was really interesting because I got to see my family and they came down to Kraków, which was a city I'd never been to. Um we're from Wrocław. Um, so that was really great. And from the back of my mind, I really wanted to do um retreats and take people and um I enjoyed traveling. I enjoy seeing things. So um when I started built my clientele through the art studio and through the online marketing that I have um, through my followers and our newsletter and all that kind of stuff I, I just um, there was a lady that came to paint with us um, in our art studio and she had been traveling to France every year for the past eight years or so so she really also created this community around herself um, in southwest France and she said we were all just sitting there and she kept saying um, painting these sunflowers and people eventually asked her what well, do we need sunflowers, you know, months and months and months. Um, and uh, she said, well, I go to this place and I love it there. And da-da-da-da. it was just outside of the, um, it's right by the Jordan river, um, a little, just outside of the little city called Bergerac. Um, so the ladies that were all sitting there were like, well, I want to go. Well, I want to go. And so we together, her and I, Linda, um, we created an itinerary and really put it together um, and invited, uh, it was a small group. We went with 11, I think it was 11 of us in total. Um, and uh, two weeks, and that's kind of where it was born. And I, from the very beginning, I branded it um, right away, um, because I knew that, in you know, I wanted to keep doing it. So I called it painting dreams, international art tours. Um, and from there, that's really just picking a new destination every year, somewhere where um, not only where I want to go, but also where other people are, are interested in going as well and painting and exploring. And um, also just really being with a, a group of people who are um, like-minded and uh, most of them have been women so far. Um, so it's about being safe and um, together and with like-minded people also being creative
0: um, group. Awesome, it sounds uh, amazing, uh, you know, taking people on this uh, group adventure together, Mm -hmm. Um, not just sightseeing, but doing art and seeing art and uh, being a part of the art culture in Europe. Uh, Tell us about the logistics. I mean, obviously, it takes a lot of work to organize a solo trip or a couple's trip or a family trip, whole other ballgame organizing it for, you know, uh, multiple people. So tell us about logistics in terms of flights, hotels, sightseeing, organizing tours. Tell us about how do you start...
1: Well, we are um, depending on how many people register. So because we're not licensed travel agents, um, that's one of the logistical things that you would have to if somebody was interested in um, running their own tours, they would have to find a travel agent that would be willing to book um, all the flights for the people um, and also a third party um, uh booking. So. Uh, There are some uh, like uh, insurance-wise things that I don't know how it works in other countries, but in Canada, those are things that I can't do personally because I'm not a licensed travel agent. So what I have is a partner that works with me who does that, who is licensed. Um, so once that's sort of figured out, we go with um, a basic itinerary. We, we look at um, different things that are happening at the time that we're going in that country, and we go for um, different you know, itineraries. I try to keep it to one activity, um, whether it's a museum or a market or a festival that's happening in that area. Um, and then we have obviously like our breakfast, lunch and dinner um and we schedule in about three hours for painting or art or drawing or plein air painting um a day as well so that's really where it kind of forms um we do get together with our groups um throughout the year most of the people who have come with us have been from vancouver so it's been easy for us to get together every two or three weeks to discuss like what we want to do, where we want to go, if people have any ideas. Um, I try to make it more of like a collaborative effort. So if people really want to see, um, you know, we're going to Spain and somebody else wants to go somewhere else, then, you know, we have some options. Um, We can be kind of flexible.
0: Awesome, so tell us about some of the countries you visited. You've done it for the last couple of years. So uh, which countries, which cities, uh, which destinations did you go to so far?
1: Sure, yeah, so the first year we went to um, France and what we did, the it was the Dordogne River area, so Southwest France, um, and we flew into Paris. So I try to tell people to um, take advantage of, while they're going away, is to take advantage of the, the travel to and from these cities. Um, the first year was a really a rural area, so there was nothing um, within probably like 10 kilometers of where we were staying at the villa. Um, Uh, so then uh, from there we went Paris, and then from there we went from we continued on there was a couple of us that continued on into my hometown we went to Wrocław in Poland so we went by train through Germany um, and into Poland and last year we were in uh, we also extended our stay so we went to Amsterdam first um, and then we went to Wrocław, which is my hometown city. So I took, it was really interesting because it kind of came full circle um, with the immigrating and coming to Canada and now taking people back to my home city and showing them my family and and introducing them to my cousins and and um, showing them where my parents grew up. It's been really interesting. Um, and then from there, last year, we went to um, Wrocław to Gdańsk, which is like a port city on the Baltic Sea, and then down to Warsaw. So really, we're trying to take advantage of as many other places as we can, because as you know, Ricky, flying for nine hours and then, um, you know, turning right around again or not taking advantage of, You know, the other areas that you you see or you can see while you're there um, is a huge uh, sort of thing on my list, too. Some people um, just straight came to the villa and then met us there, did their two weeks with us and then went on on their own or returned home because they had to work or whatever it was. Um, But for us, I really try to take advantage of of going and seeing new places and checking out a new city every year.
0: Awesome, sounds exciting. Uh, I was actually in uh, Poland uh, 15 years ago uh, in my early 20s when I was a backpacker and I went to Krakow, Warsaw. I actually spent New Year's Eve in Warsaw in the city square with the big um, obelisk. And then uh, Gdansk, I was actually there too and then I took a ferry up to uh, Finland, uh, Helsinki. Okay. So Uh, Yeah, I love that part of the world. So um, I can imagine how much people enjoyed uh, seeing the art and appreciating the art and culture in that area. Uh, So you also did something unique, uh, Monica, uh, which is actually get sponsors for your trip. And when I found out about it on social media, I was like, oh, I'm all over this. So I was actually uh, one of your official tour sponsors. So tell us a little bit about uh, why you decided to get sponsors and how that works. Yeah, so um, one of the...
1: Because I've been doing the Art World Expo for so long, um, one of the things I do for local businesses or uh, you know, province-wide or maybe even some from Alberta or some from the US, some national brands, is to really get them involved in what we're doing. So that idea to get sponsors for the tour came from um, already working with businesses in the area, um, and one of the ways that, uh, there's several ways, and as you know, we, we I try to make sure that um, traveling this way is is uh, for for the studio and for the business is a profitable venture. Um, so I will, you know, really try to put um, as much as I can um, into sponsorship and advertising for the tours. Um, and one of the ways that we do that is we we came up with this logo on our luggage. Um, idea where we put um, stickers of local businesses or um, brands that already work with us on our suitcases and on our totes last year. Um, and then we pair that up with um, Instagram posts and um, links on our YouTube videos for our tour, uh, our official tour videos. So um, for a really nominal fee, businesses are able to get Um, pictures of us traveling. Um, They're getting tagged while we're away. They're getting that exposure on our totes. So when there's a nice um, group of people and everyone's wearing a hat or a tote um, with people's logos on it, people's heads turn and they say that. So it's a really nice way. Oops. There we go. it's a really nice way for businesses to get involved, but also for us to create that revenue stream that we need to make sure to um, keep the studio running while we're away, to keep the programs happening while we're away, um, and also make that event and the, uh, the tour profitable. Because I'm, I'm about also making profit off of things, too, as you are.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're not just an artist uh, who is so passionate about their work. <laughs> that they forget about the fact that they need to pay their rent and pay their bills and make money. So uh, I love the fact that you're an artist and an entrepreneur. Definitely more artists need to be entrepreneurial too.
1: Yes, I totally agree. It's, yeah, very needed. Definitely lots of training needed there for sure. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and uh, you're a good one to do that training and uh, by the way with the sponsorship it was a great ROI uh, you know I highly recommend it uh, to other uh, small business owners entrepreneurs uh, because I got tagged all the time I was like uh, uh, just on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook and I'd see oh my daddy blogger logo popped up in different parts of Europe so it was a really cool uh, uh, ROI for me as a business owner to see that so good on you for doing that and I encourage other people to, uh, to sponsor you for so, Monica, you've done this successfully for a few years now. What would you give uh, advice? Would you give to someone who wants to do something similar in terms of running their own tours? Um, it might not be Europe; it might be in Asia or Africa or South America or even in the backyard in Vancouver. Tell us about um, uh, how can people start? What can they do to do something like you've done?
1: Well, I think um, the first thing is really to just find something that you're passionate about. Um, I tried; it. I paired my tours up with painting. So I try to um, make it a focus where there's um, painting and art, art is the focus, right? So we're looking at art museums, art galleries, we're making art, we're taking photos, we're turning those photos into paintings, Um, we're getting inspired, we're trying to be creative, trying to draw out that creativity in us. So I think the first thing when you're planning a tour is, I mean, I think anybody could do a retreat, really, you're a yoga teacher, you can do yoga retreat, your business coach, you can do business retreats. There's so many different ways to incorporate travel with any business model. I think you just really have to zero in on what you're offering people um, and then work with that. And I think the second most important thing um, is really to find a good group of people that are willing to um, support you on that tour. So um, I've always had a partner that's worked with me, um, that's, you know, helped me create the itinerary, that's helped me give Um, you know presentations or open houses or you know hand out flyers locally about what we're doing um, that kind of thing so you can't do it all by yourself um, because it is a lot of work and um, especially when you get to the destination you do need somebody to kind of help you with uh, morning breakfast or morning coffee or you know you've got 11 art students painting or 11 yoga students or even 11 uh, business entrepreneurs, you want to be able to, you know, quickly and efficiently and professionally put out the paints or put out the the computers, the laptops, set up the breakfast, um, set up the itinerary for the day, that kind of thing. So it's always nice to have somebody helping. I've been very fortunate to have um, both of those uh, tours last few years, um, you know, some great people to work with.
0: Yeah, definitely I highly recommend partnering up with someone uh, because you kind of feed off each other and sometimes it's very discouraging to do a, a solopreneur project. So uh, even with me with these podcasts, I have a buddy of mine, Scott Patton, who actually sometimes is a co-host, but uh, he does a lot of the back-end editing and that uh, we kind of feed off each other. And uh, we also do run Udemy courses. So even with my current like, digital nomad business, I highly recommend um, uh, you know partnering with someone um, and... Uh, Uh, there's power in multiple brains working together
1: yeah and and, you know being an entrepreneur can be lonely sometimes too right so you want to want to engage with people um sometimes you just get tired and you just need somebody to get you motivated or vice versa right so it's nice to kind of bounce off of each other for sure
0: Absolutely. So, uh, Monica, uh, if people wanted to find out more about all these things you do, uh, I haven't even talked about half of the other stuff you do, like social media marketing, digital marketing, uh, et cetera. But uh, tell us more about the art-related stuff because that is your big passion. Um, So the Art Studio, the Art World Expo, and the Art Tours. Um, Are there different sites for all three of them?
1: There are, but I have the studio website links to everything. So it's website mabartstudio.com. That's the, that's our studio site and you'll find the information on the tours and also links for the art world expo. Um, the art world expo is just the art world um, But uh, everything's on that studio website and I encourage people to go there. Um, we also have a free um, act, art activity when you get on there and you sign up for our newsletter. So you can just download that. It's kind of a fun thing to do with kids or just at home. If you, you know, feel like out of there, there's a free little worksheet that I've made for people who sign up.
0: And you know, uh, I think we all need to develop that artistic mind, uh, especially people like myself, who are a little bit more left brain. So I, I know I need to work on it. So I might be downloading that, and I uh, you might see me in the studio sometime soon.
1: Sure. Yeah, I would love to, and I've I've totally enjoyed watching you travel around the world. I'm so yes, I am dying. So yeah. good. To- good to-
0: Thank you and uh, you know I have that in mind too to start doing group tours so uh, this interview has been inspiring for me as well just to figure out how I'm going to do it and uh, um, you know kind of logistics etc. So highly recommend people um, you know who are watching and listening if you're interested in organizing your own tours. Uh, Monica is all about uh, giving back and helping out, mentoring, supporting so make sure you connect with her uh, on her website, uh, on her social media and um more uh so monica thanks for your time today and uh we'll catch up with you soon online and happy travels thank you thank you thanks everyone for tuning into this episode of digital nomad mastery the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make money and how to travel the world and even how to see art when you're traveling (laughs) see you in the next episode happy travels